congratulations. You've made it to episode seven, the last episode in this season. And today we're talking about optimization, really the key to growing your campaigns and your profits. Follow this simple three-step framework I'm going to lay out and start optimizing your ads today. Finally, just a quick reminder that the audio for this episode comes from a video course I recently created. And you can get all of those videos for free by going to gafcourse.com. That's GAF, which stands for Google Ads Fundamentals, gafcourse.com. Now, let's optimize your Google Ads. G'day, welcome back. Mike here. And in this module, we're going to talk about optimization. So this really is the key to the whole game. We've set everything up now. We've talked about messaging which is everything from the offer on your website to how your website looks and what you're actually asking people to do all the way through to the ads that you use. We've talked about targeting. And for now, we're just worried about the keywords that we're going to use. We're going to leave audiences to one side. We've talked about bidding and how changing bids affects things and how we can control the bidding and the budgets. We talked about the structure of an account and what goes into a campaign as well as the most important campaign settings. And we've talked about data and measurement. And we've said that that's super important because we need to use data to make our decisions, not gut instinct. So now we're going to optimize. We're going to take all of those things. We're going to start to put that together, start to run ads. So now you've got the knowledge to go build your campaign, to create an ad group for each area of the business to put the ad and the keywords into each ad group that you designed and start ads running because you've got tracking set up. So we're going to be able to tell what happens when somebody clicks or doesn't click. What happens? Are we getting people to see our ads? Are they clicking? Are they converting? Optimization is how we're going to control all of that and how we're going to improve results over time. Somebody actually asked me on a call yesterday, What is optimization? What do you geeks mean when you say optimization? It's basically making changes over time to improve results. It's as simple as that. The golden rule here is more good, less bad. That's what we're after. If we see something working, we're going to make some changes to get more of it. If we've got a particular keyword that is causing people to become leads, how do we show ads to more people that are searching for that keyword? How do we find keywords that are similar to it that we don't yet have in our account? How do we tweak the ad copy to make it work even better, to attract more people to click on our ads? And down the road, we might even make changes to our website to improve the results that we get. Remember that conversion rate? How many people take the action that we want for every 100 people that click through to our site? So there's all kinds of optimization. In the next video, I'm going to lay out a very, very simple three-step framework that really you can use to optimize anything. But we're going to focus on a Google search campaign and how you can use this framework to improve your results, get better and better results over time, and make this profitable for your business. Every framework needs a silly name, so I'm going to call this one AdAid. A-I-D. That's the key part here. And I like threes. Threes are easy to remember. So A-I-D, ask, information, and do. So any optimization 
should start with some form of question. We need to ask questions of our data. If you just log in to something like Google Ads or Google Analytics, and you just see this mass of data in front of you, it is very, very easy to get lost in that data, to spend hours poking around inside that data, hoping for some insight. Instead, if we start with a question and go examine that data with the question in mind, we're going to find the answer to that question much, much sooner. We're not going to waste time. We can be in and out and move on to more important things. It's a great way to stay focused. So it's going to start by asking questions. And I'll give you some examples in the next video of questions that you might want to ask of your data when it comes to your first Google search campaign. The I then stands for information because we could go look at data, but data isn't particularly useful. Instead, what we want to do is turn that data into useful information. Now, typically, that's going to take the form of some sort of picture or graph or chart. We're going to take that data and transform it. That could be as simple as just finding the right chart inside our Google Ads account. We might use some third-party tool. Um, if you want to get a bit more advanced, you could use Google Sheets or Data Studio, which is a free Google tool that allows you to better visualize what's happening inside your account. But frankly, when you're starting out, you don't need any of that. If you just look across the top of your Google Ads account, you've got all the data at the bottom and you've got a chart at the top. Just by choosing the right things to put on that chart can get you most of the way there. And then you can visually see the patterns in the data. You might see that your CPA, your cost per action, is much higher on the weekends and then lower during the week. And you see that consistent pattern over time. And then you would know, okay, I need to reduce my bid on the weekend, or maybe I'm, I'm fine paying that. I'm actually getting them really cheap during the week, in which case I'm going to increase my bid during the week because I want more conversions and I'm willing to spend more money on them. The point is you're going to visually see patterns in the data, which will inform your decision making so that then you can do the last part, which is do. Because there's no point asking a question, having the insight, looking at all of that information, if we then don't go do something about that. So we have to take action. We have to go execute. We have to go do something inside our account. And I'm going to make that very, very simple for you. You're either going to... Um, increase or decrease a bid, or you're going to add or remove something. You're either going to add or remove or change. So let's just say add or remove or change. Uh, you might change ad copy. You might add a new one. You might remove an ad. You might add a new keyword, or you might remove a keyword. You might increase a bid or decrease the bid for a keyword or an ad group. You might choose to add a new campaign or add a new ad group. You might choose to change some campaign settings, but it's pretty much going to come down to something new, removing something, taking something away, deleting it. We would normally call that deleting, but Google's weird. They call it removing. Or you're going to just make a change to something. Now, one thing to bear in mind here is when you make a change in Google, it doesn't permanently change what you had there before. What, it, what it's going to do is if I were to change... Um, well, that's changed a bit now. Okay, we'll go with that. You can make a change and things will carry on as normal. It used to work differently. It's, it's all good. Right, where were we? AID. 
ask questions, or look at information, not data, so look at pictures of some form, and then go do something. And then we rinse and repeat that. It really is that simple. That makes it sound much, much simpler than it is, of course, but let's think about some of the questions then that we need to ask about our data and what some of the information we might look at and the actions we would take, and we'll do that in the next video. So we've said we've got a three-part framework for optimization, and the first part of that is asking questions. So I want to give you a few questions that you can ask of your data to get you headed in the right direction when it comes to optimizing your Google Ads account. Now, we've broken down AdWords into six areas. So let's start with a question or two for each area. And we'll do it in the order that we did the modules, starting with messaging. So what questions might you have on the messaging side? Well, inside Google Ads, the main question you're going to have is around ads. How well is a particular ad performing? Is one ad performing much better than another? Later on, when we get to mastery of Google Ads, we're going to talk about different types of ads. So within search, there are actually two main types of ad. One is called a, an expanded text ad. The other is called a responsive search ad. You don't need to worry about the details for now, but one question that you might ask yourself is, how are these different types of ad performing? Have you got different messages in your ad? We talked about calls to action earlier in the messaging module. Is one call to action outperforming another one? Is the one that says um, free in-home measure and quote, it, does that perform better or worse than the one that says call us today for a quote? Small changes, but small changes can have huge, huge impacts in the results in your ad account. So next we move to targeting. Well, the main question you're going to have there is, is this keyword working for me or not? Do I need to remove this keyword? Um, do I need to add a new keyword? We haven't yet talked about a thing called negative keywords. A negative keyword is something that you can add to your account that says, Google, do not show my ad if this keyword is in the search query. The most often used example there is free um, or used or secondhand. So let's say I sell um, cameras and, and microphones. If someone is searching for secondhand camera, I probably don't want to show them an ad. And so I would have secondhand and variations on that theme, used, vintage, pre-loved. I'd have variations on that as negative keywords to stop my ad showing up. So one question you might ask yourself is, I'm going to go look at this report that I can find in Google of all of the search terms that people have used in order to cause my ads to show. Are there words or phrases in that report that I need to add as a new negative keyword to stop my ad showing? Uh, a client of ours uh, is a home cleaner. And when the coronavirus thing hit, a lot of people went searching for hand cleaning. And the person that was running that account before us had not thought to have hand as a negative keyword. And so they ended up wasting a lot of money people searching for hand cleaning when they should have been showing ads for cleaning homes. We've now inherited that account and fixed that problem and saved them a lot of money in the process. So on the targeting side, you're going to think about what's working. I mean, really, this is the question for everything. But if you think about it in these different areas, it'll make a lot more sense. But it's what's working, what's not. What could I add? What could I change? What could I remove? 
Then we move to bidding. Well, bidding is going to be easy. It's basically, do I bid more or do I bid less? Do I increase my budget or decrease my budget? There are two main ways, and we didn't talk about this earlier, but there are two main places that you can bid. You can either bid at the ad group level, which says set one bid here, and that bid applies to all keywords in that ad group. And that's what I recommend you do when you're starting out. If you want to, you can have a separate bid for every single keyword. That's just going to cause more work for you, particularly when you're starting out. It's just unnecessary. So bid at the ad group level. So your question is going to be, which ad groups are working really well? So which ad groups might I increase the bid? Because that will hopefully cause Google to show my ads more often and hopefully increase my profit. And which ad groups are not performing well, where I might want to decrease the bid. So I spend less per click. So hopefully then my CPA comes down to a manageable level. I might get less conversions by doing that, but at least I'm not losing money every time I run an ad and I get my CPA down to a sensible level. Next module was structure and settings. Now, if you're the only person running the Google Ads account, that's probably not going to be a, a, a problem for you. Maybe the question there would be, do I need to add a new campaign? Has the business changed dramatically where we need to talk about a new service or a new product that we offer? As you get more advanced and we start talking about shopping and display and video, remember those other parts of the Google ad network? Maybe a question there would be, what other types of targeting could I add? What other campaign types could I add to this account? If you've got multiple people running the account, you might want to ask the question, have any of these campaign settings changed since the last time I was in this account? Because different people will maybe manage things differently. Unless you've got some really good processes and SOPs in place, which of course an agency will have, but if you're managing this yourself and you, you're busy in a business, you've got a dozen hats to wear, that might not be the most important thing to nail down. And you might have different people managing things in different ways. And so what's changed is always a good question to ask. And then we talked about measurement. So the most important question that you're going to ask there is, has something broken? Has somebody removed the code from the thank you page? Have they changed it by mistake? Did we create a, a new form and we've got a new thank you page, but nobody thought to add the tracking pixel to the new thank you page? And therefore, we're not tracking any visits to this new thank you page. So what's broken or what needs to be fixed, what needs to improve is the main question you're going to ask with tracking. It's amazing how often tracking will break because a web developer has moved a piece of code because they're thinking from their point of view about what needs to happen to make the website function. They may not be thinking from the marketer's point of view of how do I track this to make sure that we're spending money on the right things. So there are a few questions to get you started. Really, it's going to come down to performance. So you're going to be looking at that. The most important columns are going to be cost. How much am I spending on this? Then you've got a set of three columns, impressions, clicks, and click-through rate. So impressions is important. Are my ads even showing? An impression means your ad has been seen by someone. If your bid is too low, then you might not get any impressions or you might get very few impressions. So your one question you're going to ask yourself is how much do impressions go up as I increase my bid? Click-through rate is just the number of people that click on your ad compared to the number of people that saw it. So again, we're back to messaging. 
if I change the message in my ad, how does that affect my click-through rate? Then the next most important set of columns are those three we talked about in the last module. Conversions, cost per conversion, and conversion rate. Cost per conversion being the most important one there. So as I make changes to the account, how does my cost per conversion change? Please don't make the mistake, though, of trying to get the cheapest possible cost per conversion. We have so many people when they come to us and they, we say, what's your goal? What's the strategy for this? What do you want? And they say, more conversions and a cheaper cost per conversion, please. And it's very, very difficult to get both. It is possible sometimes, but it's difficult usually to get both. Instead, what you really should be asking for is to maximize profit. And if you're trying to get the cheapest possible leads, then what's probably going to happen is the number of leads you get isn't very many. Remember our curve from before. If we offer Google a dollar, it's really not going to get us anything. If we offer it $500, we're losing money every time we run an ad. And so there is some sort of curve in the middle here. Our job is to find roughly the peak of that curve and maximize the profit in our account. So where to from here? Congratulations, firstly. You've made it through the end of 30 plus videos and a couple of hours or more of content. Well done. Now, at this point, you are hopefully convinced that Google Ads is a good thing for your business. It is a money machine that you want to create or keep running in your business. But you know by now that it could be working better. Some of the things I've said over the past few videos maybe were a little bit confusing still. And you, you know your way around now, but you know it could work better. So really at this point, you've got two choices. You can choose to invest your time and learn more. Um, and so we've got a whole series of mastery videos. And this is in my agency savvy business where we teach people how to do what we do, how to run a Google account or a Facebook account, how to read data in Google Analytics, how to use Google Tag Manager and Data Studio, how to do this stuff, as well as how to build an agency if that's uh, of use to you, how to build teams, how to um, get clients. Maybe that's useful for you, maybe it's not, but maybe just the Google Ads mastery is the bit that you need. Um, there's some benefits, I guess, of being in the membership program too. You get to ask me and my team and all the other members. We've got a few hundred marketers in here from amazingly good to absolute novice. And if you post a question in our Facebook group, you're typically going to get a question or a, an answer back within an hour or two. And you might even get a couple of dozen answers depending on the time of day and the sort of question that you ask. But it, it's not just me. I'm in there every day that I'm not traveling, which right now is pretty much every day. And I will answer your questions in the group. Um, we also do monthly calls, monthly Q&A calls, where you get to jump on with me and we'll go through your questions in detail and you get answers directly. So you can get them from the group and the other marketers or you can get them from me, but we'll do that once a month as well. And we talk about what's new and all the updates and what's happening in accounts. So there's that. That's agency savvy. If you want to continue your education with me, there's also a ton of other places that you might choose to get that education. I am not at all the only option out there. Um, you could go buy the book I wrote with Perry Marshall if you want to. That's about 20 bucks on Amazon. Um, that will get you to the next level. We have not spent more than a couple of hours together here. I can't possibly teach you 
everything to do in a Google Ads account in that time. The other main option, I guess, that's open to you at this point, you know that Google Ads is good for your business and you want to do more of it, but you don't have the time. You're busy running around, you're wearing a dozen hats in your business, you've got a ton of other things to do, at which point you might then consider getting somebody else to run the account for you. You've got two main options there. You either bring somebody in-house or you outsource this to an agency. And again, we are not the only option. That's what we do. It's what we've been doing for 14 years. I like to think we're pretty good at it. Um, Google have said we're one of their top 18 agencies in the world. We've won a bunch of awards, yada, yada, yada. We've got some amazing clients is the most important thing there. And they are profitable month after month after month. And they stay with us because we make them money. If you want to do that, then get in touch with my team, info at websavvy.com.au. Don't forget the .com.au. We're in Australia. So we could run it for you, or you could choose to bring somebody in-house. Now, depending on where your business is at, that can be a difficult decision. Um, you're going to try and hire one person that knows how to do all of this, and you're probably going to want someone that can do more than just Google. If you're going to hire someone in-house, they probably don't need to spend 40 hours a week on the one Google account. So at that point, you probably want them to run your Facebook account, maybe do some content marketing for you, a bit of SEO, and maybe even look after the website as well. Getting someone that's going to be excellent at all of those things is difficult. I said before, we do Google and Facebook ads. That's it. We don't do organic social. We don't do SEO. We don't build websites. Why? Because they are very, very different skill sets. Very different skill sets. So finding someone that's going to be brilliant at all of those things to do in-house is difficult, and I think it represents risk. You then end up with one person who you're paying, I don't know what the, the rate would be in your country, maybe it's somewhere between 50 and 100 grand a year, and often they'll stay with you for a year or two, learn what they need to learn, and then move on, and you've got to start all over again. And it represents key man risk in your business. If you've got one person that knows how to run the Google ads account and they're the only person that knows in your, in your business, that is a risk to your business. Whereas if you outsource to an agency, obviously you're free then to move to an agency. Please don't pick an agency that, that locks you into a, a two-year contract uh, and holds this piece of paper over to you. You should stay with an agency because you're getting results and because it's a long-term partnership. Um, an agency should care about your business and be invested in the business. There are many, many different ways to pay. And you, you may be thinking, I'm, I'm going to say you must be doing some sort of performance, that the agency must have skin in the game. Well, there's many, many pros and cons with that. I didn't mean this video to be so long. And I didn't mean this video to sound as much of a sell for my stuff as, as it is sounding to me in my head now. I'm, I really just want to point out that you've got options at this point, And really, that's continue your education, invest your time, or have somebody else run it for you and invest your money. It will require an investment one way or another. You can't have a great AdWords account that uh, is highly profitable for your business that increases the value of your business. Remember, we said right at the beginning, maybe one day you're looking to sell your business and whoever buys wants to know that you have this machine that can bring new business into the business on demand like clockwork. And that's what a good Google Ads account can do but it's not going to happen magically and it does need to be maintained. So somebody has to do that. There is some investment. If you own your business, I'm going to suggest it shouldn't be you. Thank you for making it through 30 odd videos and now you're 
throwing things at the screen going, what, I've just watched 30 videos and now you're telling me I shouldn't be doing this. No, you should know enough to outsource it well. You should know enough to understand what makes it tick, to be able to ask the right questions of the person running it for you, be that an agency or someone in-house, to be able to understand it enough to know what's possible and what's not possible so you have the right expectations and the right mindset going into this. But I don't think you should be sitting in front of the screen every day trading this like an, a, like a stock market account. You know, you probably don't invest your money that way. I know I don't. I have a financial planner who looks after that side of things for me. I don't want to sit in front of a, a, a Bloomberg terminal all day trading because I don't know what the bloody hell I'm doing and I would lose money. It's probably the same here. You've got a dozen other things to do in your business which require you to do that. This doesn't require you. This requires somebody that understands your business and understands the game and all the bells and whistles and the knobs and the dials to turn inside of a Google Ads account that works with you to understand the business priorities and the objectives and how your business is profitable and translate that into a great Google Ads account. So hopefully by this point, you understand that Google Ads is great for your business. Hopefully you've put some stuff into action and this is already showing glimmers of being profitable in your business, in which case, again, congratulations for implementing. Nothing makes a teacher happier than somebody that goes and implements and gets some wins. So great job making it this far. I'll leave it up to you what to do next. If you want to get in touch with me or the team, then info at websavvy.com.au. And if you want to join our training program, that's at agencysavvy.com. I very much look forward to seeing you in the group if that's what you decide to do. Again, thank you for making it through all these videos. Well done, and I'll see you soon. Hi, it's Mike here, and I just want to thank you for joining me through these last seven modules. I hope now that you are feeling more confident about Google Ads, what they are, why to use them, and how to get the most out of them. Of course, as with any topic, the deeper you dive, there's always more to learn. And if you decide that that's something you really want to dig into, then please check out my Search Mastery course or consider joining me and a few hundred other savvy marketers over at agencysavvy.com. You'll find um, all of my other courses there inside Agency Savvy. We have a wonderful, vibrant community where you can ask questions and get answers any time of day or night from some really incredible marketers. If you use the code podcast, that'll save you 20% on either of those options, whether you just want the Search Mastery course or whether you'd like to join us and uh, get a membership to Agency Savvy and come and join the community. I just want to thank you for making it all the way through this podcast. It's been wonderful to spend this time with you. Again, head to agencysavvy.com and use the code podcast. And I look forward to working with you. See you.